0: A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com What is the story today?
1: I don't know George, what is the story today? Oh my God! My name is not George. (laughs) He's on holiday. (laughs) Oh yeah, he's on holiday. This is a pre-record with George's African cousin. (laughs) So, Angus, how has your week been? So good, it's been so good since we last spoke, which was literally, about 15 minutes ago since we finished recording the last one and <laughs> uh, boom, we're straight in oh yeah right, this is of for 10 he's George he's Angus and yeah you know the drill by now hopefully I mean, unless you're
2: a new starter then hello
1: yeah, cool and welcome welcome
2: to Starter for 10
1: welcome to the club join the club, sit down
2: sit down, Make grab a beer
1: yeah, have and a beer. you'll need a joy. You'll need a beer, need a beer to 10. get through this.
2: Probably will need a beer to get through this.
1: Yeah, right. I think we'll just go straight in. There's no time for any.
2: No, let's go in. Go in hard.
1: If you turn into Westwood now, <laughs> in the bombs. Ah, oh. in hard. I'll see if I've got some sound effects for this. Some Westwood sound effects. I think I might. Wow. I got a gunshot. Going hard. Um, do you want to crack a thunder?
2: Yeah, do it. That was good. That was good, man. Wow. Yeah. We have a soundboard now, so we're quite <laughs> excited.
1: Oh yeah. Ah, right. The news story. Start ten. Go, go for it. Go straight 10. in. Ah, uh, the news is that um, collectors have realised that. Brand new £5 notes, which the first off the press,
2: mm-hmm.
1: could be worth a small fortune.
2: What, about 5 quid?
1: No, so this is the thing. The new £5 notes are selling for nearly 800 quid on eBay.
2: What? Yeah.
1: So Who's couldn't make paying 800 quid for a £5 <laughs> note? So the new plastic notes, which entered circulation recently, are selling for more than 160 times their face value. Um, Essentially, you know they've, you know, they've got the little numbers. Mm-hmm. The serial number, which started at AA01. Um,
2: Crikey, I wonder who has that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, this, this bloke with, like, the really low serial number
2: has decided that this is obviously worth more. Well, it prob- that, to be fair, probably is worth a lot of money, but you'd hang on to it. You wouldn't get rid of it now.
1: I don't know. You'd surely cash in when it's worth 160 times its value.
2: No, but surely that's going to be worth more in the future. The first ever British polymer note.
1: Hmm. There's three here in a plastic wallet. It's quite sinister, just Winston Churchill staring out at you <laughs> in his weird blue hologram- hologramic <laughs> face. Brilliant.
2: I haven't had one yet. I haven't even come across one yet, have you?
1: Yeah, I came across one in, um, on a night out on Saturday. And, really? Um, yeah. They're quite weird. They just don't like fold up properly.
2: They've said that when they're brand new, they have a tendency to stick together. So I'm hoping that cash machines are just going to give you like 500 quid mm. instead of one.
1: Yeah, they just weren't so good for doing a line off the back of the toilet seat.
2: No, not as yeah,
1: really, just not, just not good. Just really hard to roll into a small oh, tube. Man, it's quite disappointing. I think I might go just back have to, to get a straw from the bar then. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to using a twenty. I think. Yeah, use a different...
2: fifty. <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna use fitty.
1: <laughs> George only uses fifty-pound notes. I only use fifties. Um. Yeah. The other. The other news is that um. Uh, people are don- the other quite cool thing that I guess is cool people are doing is they're donating the first £5 note that they get their hands on they've decided to donate yeah, it to which I
2: think is awesome it's quite and cool and I yeah. am going to partake I when think I any- finally get one see the trouble is living in Devon it's <laughs> going to take a little while for that money to travel down tricky, here if you live
1: next door to the Mint they just get <laughs> new money all the time where they just go and put it in that <laughs> cash machine and wait if for you it to are circulate. a
2: coin collector that's where you need to move to
1: what's the technical name for a coin collector
2: a coin collector
1: uh, surely not.
2: No, they must have a weird Latin name. Coin
1: collector name. Um, A numismatic. What? You're a numismatic. Hmm. So you partake in the study... in st- You partake in numismatics. The study or collection of currency, including coins, tokens, or paper money and related objects. I very
2: casually collect <coughs> money.
1: They are often, char- they often characterised as students... Of uh, numismatics. <laughs> so would you cl- classify yourself as a student of numismatics?
2: No, I'm a beginner student. I have a few coins that I've collected over the years, like currencies that no longer exist and stuff, which is quite cool.
1: Are you the kind of guy who buys those... Um, you know, like... No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that into it. They're all You in haven't like even let
1: me get that far. You know, when you're watching on on telly and you get the like um this uh, yes, is a once in a lifetime one per household opportunity to get your commemorative battle coin yeah, no, I don't the do. 20 <laughs> pound coin yeah I'm
2: not <laughs> <laughs> only 20 pounds
1: yeah, plus uh, postage yeah <laughs> yeah no I'm not you pay in eight installments <laughs> and, and it is legal tender of Gibraltar <laughs> so technically you could go on a holiday to Gibraltar and spend all your novelty coins no I don't um I don't collect like that. I have,
2: in like, you know, money, plastic money sleeves, like...
1: (sighs) Oh my god, you really are a student of numismatic.
2: No, only because I have them hanging around. Oh, well. So I have some coins in there, like I have a Spanish lira... A peseta, sorry. Spanish peseta. I don't know if you ever went to Spain before they went to the euro. No. I have Maltese lira when I went to Malta. It's only from when I've been to places and I've just happened to collect a few coins. Because in Malta they have... They used to have 25 cent coins... Mm. They had a hole in the middle. Cool. So they were quite cool. Hmm.
1: I've got I think that was Malta. I've got that might
2: have been Spain actually. Shit. I don't even remember. They're all got at home a somewhere in a kroner
1: upstairs.
2: I have a kroner in my wallet.
1: That doesn't make me a numismatic, that just makes me a man with a Danish coin.
2: I have one of them. Uh, Where did you get that?
1: I don't know. I haven't stolen it off you, don't worry. I found
2: it in a um I found mine in a safe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it's not some sort of special <laughs> coin if you're finding it in a safe? who's oh, no. safe <laughs> hang on there's a bit more to this story uh, you can't just you can't just find something in a safe you can't just drop that out there <laughs> you idiot <laughs>
2: no I was on holiday man I was on holiday and we were clearing out the safe going home
1: what like the safe in the room
2: yeah the safe in the room <laughs> not a <an> hotel safe get <laughs> the-
1: we were clearing out the safe in the bank just (laughs) before leaving to come home we'd been to Monaco and we'd just done the bank and uh, (laughs) mum and dad were there stood by the door (laughs) with a sports bag and they were like, George we've got to go now (laughs)
2: we've
1: got to go now I can hear the sirens, they're getting nearer we were just emptying the safe Uh, before we went home
2: (laughs) (laughs) so we're emptying the hotel room safe okay, and I was just I was checking inside because they're big and they're dark, so I had a torch just to check. Um, you know, on my phone, you know, nothing... I'm not fucking getting the torch out or anything.
1: You had a wind-up. You definitely did.
2: <laughs> and I spotted this coin, and I was like, it's got, it has had a hole in the middle. I was like, that's awesome. And yeah, it was a Danish uh, Danish kroner. One Danish kroner, but it's tiny. It's like that big with a, mm, a hole in the middle.
1: Yeah. I remember seeing somebody... Um, in tech, using the blowing, like using the blowtorch, using the burning gear, heat up a two-pound coin. i try and get and, the middle out. <laughs> try and extract the middle. You can do
2: it with like a, a hydraulic press. Can't yeah, you?
1: I think it's actually, um it's like a step. It's on a step. Yeah. Inside to stop to stop them being, stop them from being extracted. <laughs> but I mean, it is possible. It was nothing that 40,000 degrees, till it was cherry red, wasn't going to solve. I'm <laughs> sure. oh the mindset of a teenage boy give him give him an oxyacetylene bottle (laughs) give him oxygen and acetylene Uh, gas two pound coin (laughs) two pound coin and see how hot you can make it (laughs) red (laughs) I remember as well with that same burning like burning kit would get so hot that there was a brick there that if you touch the so if you got the gas like obviously just right to the right temperature where it was a white cone of flame if you got it that hot and touch the end of the cone on the brick the brick actually turned to almost like glass the sand (laughs) like started to go clear and you were like it's hot it's pretty hot real (laughs) hot (laughs) that's hot that is mega yeah I don't really do much coin collecting
2: no I have a few I have some of the Olympic coins from 2012 the Olympic 50ps (sighs) I have some of them but not all of them I I wanted to try and collect them all but I'm not one of those people who's just going to go like pay money for coins because then you're not really collecting them are you do you know what I mean
1: apart from the Gibraltar 20 pound apart from those those commemorative. I have all of those on
2: display in a display (laughs) cabinet but they're fakes the real ones are in the bank
1: oh do you keep them in the bank actually it's the other way around (laughs) (laughs) We've learned a lot about you tonight, <laughs> George. <laughs> We've learned a lot. You're yeah, in good it. form.
2: So, um, <laughs> yeah, I collect some coins, and I've s- I have like the shield, you know, those coins and stuff, but nothing like serious.
1: Do you remember the football coins? What c- what World Cup are we talking? about? Yes, when no. It was HODL. So is this Euro? I was going to say it was
2: a Euro, wasn't it?
1: Let me get w- let me get it right. So the I think the I football have a couple World of those. Cup, When was the World Cup? But it wasn't the World
2: Cup, was it? I swear it was the Euro. Uh, wasn't that the one where David James kicked it into the goal? Where he went to kick the ball but actually wound up like jumping over it and missing it entirely and it rolled behind him and into the goal. And everyone hated him for a while. Probably. I think it was that if one. If it was
1: 2016, so they go every 4 years, so 2012 2008. We were in primary 2000, school. 2000, uh, it's not 1996, so it must have been 2000, which made us like 7 or 8. So we were peak collecting That's time. right. Yeah, so Euro we two, Euro school. 2000 is possibly the one, I reckon, which was four euros ago. England didn't do very well. No, um, it
2: did terribly because David James let them in.
1: No, it wouldn't. It would have been um, Seaman. David Seaman with the ponytail.
2: Well, I thought that that was that. Unless it was 2004, then
1: because um, that
2: would have been year six.
1: When was Could Glenn have been Hoddle that. England manager? Well, Glenn Hoddle was England manager between 1996 to 1999, and oh. I had a Glenn Hoddle coin. Oh, Because mm. it was these weird, like, tacky... Maybe they did it twice. The main, the main Look thing... Look it up, man. Google the main it. thing that brings me back to this is I remember how tacky they were. And also, do you remember the little men with the massive heads? Oh, yeah, I remember them. The bobblehead things. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah. You used to get them in cereal packets and stuff when the...
2: That's... Oh, my God, when they used to put gifts in cereal yeah. packets.
1: But the thing was, the gifts...
2: They were the good old days.
1: I don't think... Well, nowadays, maybe the cereal games moved on. Maybe kids aren't eating cereal like they used to, but... Oh, that's rubbish. I remember back when the Euros or the Football World Cup or the Rugby World Cup or whatever came around, that would be like... The cereal would be on theme. And I don't know if that's still happening anymore.
2: Um,
1: uh, is cereal still the choice? Is still that still the child's breakfast of the UK? That's the question gotta I It's got to be, surely.
2: I used to have, like... Um, well, I used to have all sorts, but I used to love ready-break.
1: Really? Oh, I loved That's it. That's plain, man.
2: Yeah, no, we like crap tons of sugar.
1: Oh, so you used to take the yeah, healthiest like, cereal yeah. and turn it into the diabetes spec.
2: I was telling my mum and dad this early, the other day, when I used to have porridge as a kid, you know, when, when you finally get to that age where you're managing your own food. So obviously when...
1: managing, You manage breakfast before any other meal. Yeah, you're you're, yeah. you're entrusted with breakfast. Which you are, Many yeah. would argue is the most important meal of the day.
2: Yeah. On your own, yeah. So yes. you know when you're a kid and you have porridge or whatever and you just have a little dash of sugar, just a little bit, you know. Just, that's what parents <laughs> used to do, right? Fine. Once <laughs> I started doing it myself, I realized that if you... You probably know this. If you do white sugar, <laughs> leave it for a minute, it goes transparent. <laughs> right? Yeah. So you could coat it in white sugar, completely coat it, and it would all melt and sort of <laughs> sit on the top. And then you get the brown sugar and do a couple of dollops of brown sugar and then when they came in, it was like, oh yeah, just just brown sugar, <laughs> just a bit of brown sugar. But actually, it's covered in white sugar, with a little bit of brown sugar. So you were
1: running some sort of sugar scam on a your sugar parents' Ponzi scheme. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At the age of about seven or eight,
1: <laughs> I think I I didn't used to cover my tracks. I just used to get a. But but I st- I used to eat and still unashamedly do still eat with a teaspoon. Oh, right. I see, I saw
2: a picture the other day of that of, of something. I, it's weird. I didn't think people actually
1: did it. Yeah, me. I still eat with a teaspoon. Why? But what I would do is I would get a large, normal size spoon to use the sugar. So I would I would almost <sighs> reverse the roles of the spoon. So I would have the biggest possible spoon of sugar, Dude. and then the smallest. I don't add sugar to my cereal. I don't eat cereal anymore. I don't I, eat cereal.
2: I still eat... Um, I, have, I have pancakes. I still eat cereal.
1: I cook, I cook pancakes. I don't have time takes, for that. Yeah, you say this, and I used to think this was also a thing too, but it actually takes... I suppose you
2: could make the batter the night before. In fact, yeah. they say you could You can do that, and it's good because it gives it time for the starch to... Yeah, whatever.
1: also, even if you're making the batter there and then, it takes... I mean, it's two minutes. I mean, if breakfast... If you, if you can make... Seven to eight minutes for your breakfast. You can have two pancakes. Jobs are good. I and mean, then I put so much golden syrup on it as well. Oh, gospel, yeah. Or maple Lyle's syrup.
2: Lyle's golden syrup.
1: <laughs> Tate and Lyle. Yeah, you know. the like, you know. If you the know, tin. you know the whole tin. And you put the spoon in, you turn the spoon for about no, three quarters of an hour.
2: Up. Heat the spoon up on the gas, mate.
1: I don't have gas. I have a induction oh, hole. You
2: have induction. It's like well, flying. Well, get a lighter the g- out then. No, no. No, you can still heat a spoon up on on du- in, in on induction. As long as it's not aluminium, if it's steel, it's fine. Yeah, but it doesn't
1: heat just the end. It heats all the metal through. Yeah, Yeah, so I go to... Great, George. I put my spoon on the induction hob, which heats through... It's through magnetism, isn't it? Uh,
2: It's a magnet turning on, and that's the resistance
1: of the metal. Yeah. So the magnet turns on and off and on really fast. So the resistance of the metal, the whole spoon, the handle, everything, becomes red hot... And I go and pick it up just to get my golden syrup out. Yeah, yeah good Yeah, because,
2: because you do it and you take a spoonful and you dollop it on your pancake and it falls straight off. And you have no wastage on the spoon. It's all on your pancake.
1: Or you just lick the spoon afterwards. Or you just eat the spoon, yeah. <laughs> so I found
2: the coins. <laughs> what the Glen Hoddle coins? They did two. It looks like there was two. There was 1998. Really? And 2004. <laughs> well, and it I must have been the 98 then. then. No, we were 2004, Definitely. I've got well, I've got one that's two thousand and four. You might have one from nineteen ninety eight.
1: That made me five. That's a bit before football coin collecting. So,
2: I, I found one a photo of one online of uh, Les Ferdinand.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Gee, as if that went to print. <laughs> <laughs> as if they, as if Les Ferdinand signed that off. Oh, Les, uh, the, the samples of your coins come back, mate. <laughs> You'd laugh about the bank, wouldn't you? <laughs> Flipping egg. I think um, send me that. I'll post that along with the. Um, I'll, I'll make sure that that image gets attached on Twitter or Facebook or something. Start for 10 pod at start for 10 on Twitter. Oh, God. So for reference, you can look at Les Ferdinand as a. <laughs> oh, have you seen that? I think it's Les Ferdinand, that picture Flippin of um, that boy, that kid who's like. Flippin boy. Found that picture of when he went to school back as a um, just found his picture at me mum's house <laughs> when she sent me to school uh, for non, um, for dressing up day as Les Ferdinand, and this mum has just done full blackface on this little boy. <laughs> <coughs> it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it is Les Ferdinand.
2: This is brilliant. Um, it could have been Rio.
1: I don't know. It wasn't Rio. It is Les Ferdinand. I'll also. I'll also attach that picture for reference. Yes, that's um, reminiscing a little bit last night through old school photos. I cannot believe me mum and dad sent Jack to school covered in boot polish, dressed as Les Ferdinand. Let me see. I, you shouldn't laugh, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> when was it? What year was it? <laughs> I don't know, but. Um... <laughs>
2: oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, you've got to post that too.
1: Well, he was playing for Newcastle. Uh. <laughs> Oh, that's not even. <sighs> oh.
2: oh, man, that was intense.
1: Sorry, it's hard to compose myself after. But I do remember football stickers. Did you do them as well? Yeah, I had some of them. Yeah, I did football stickers. And I also sent off a signed address, a stamped address envelope to the people. Oh, stamped address envelopes? I sent them off to Panini, and they sent me back the ones that I. You could send like a tick list of what you oh, wanted. Oh yeah, you could. I remember. Yeah, and they sent me back four Robert Perez's who played for Arsenal, and that was like Perez. cash in the bank, money. They money. were like high value.
2: Money. He was probably well on form back then.
1: I don't know if he. Uh, he was. He was playing. He was playing quite well for Arsenal at the time. He was. Um, yeah, I remember. He's probably retired now. Lives I think, in the South uh, No, he
2: plays. He does play for someone because I saw. Really. Yeah, I saw him in the news recently.
1: Surely, how? Do
2: Robert Perez. He's
1: forty-two. Hmm. Sure, surely he's retired. I swear,
2: I saw him in the news the other day playing for someone.
1: Well, he was part. Of, he was part of Arsenal when they had the unbeaten run through the yeah, league. He to was, be fair. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that was. Henry. Yeah, that was like Arsenal in their prime. I mean, yeah, I had an Arsenal shirt as well. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I wouldn't say I probably that was the closest I came to being a football fan.
2: I followed <clears throat> it a little bit back then. I was then. 9
1: because I had the number on the back for my birthday.
2: I used to, that's quite cool. I used to follow it back then about that time um, because me my sister and my dad used to watch it, you know. Um, but then I think I lost though
1: it. when I was 9 I didn't have the endure, I wouldn't I genuinely couldn't watch something that long on the telly. I'd lose interest.
2: Yeah, see I can quite get into stuff like that. I just I don't really I don't enjoy it, the sport or the game, but I can enjoy what I'm watching. Do you see what I mean? That's weird. I know it sounds I weird.
1: when I was that old, I used to be like oh, I'm an Arsenal fan, but I I would never watch any of the games. I didn't, I couldn't, I, like the Formula One would be on as well, on ITV on a Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, and I wouldn't be able to watch a whole race. Oh, I race. used to,
2: I, that it time, was, time used to just fly away. But it was two so. hours,
1: but I used to think, because, I mean, that's as long as a race is allowed to be, they stop it after it goes beyond two hours. Um, but they, I used to think that that used to go on for the entire day in my life. That was like that the was whole day. The, day. the day was Formula One. Yeah. But now, I genuinely, I watch... Five or six games of rugby a week. Full games? Yeah.
2: How do you commit that much time to that sport?
1: I don't know, I absolutely love it. That's mental. I absolutely love it. I I do watch five I watch five or six. I watch Premiership, I watch club Premiership rugby. I watch um some Super Rugby sometimes. Um which is um New Zealand, South Africa type club rugby. I sometimes yep. watch the Pro12 as well, which is like Wales, Ireland, Scotland league. I do love a bit of rugby, you see.
2: See, I I could watch films for that long.
1: My favourite weekends are European rugby weekends when all the clubs and whatever play together and you get the French ones as well. Mm. And my personal best, personal best, I've watched 12 games of rugby in one weekend and one live as well.
2: Twelve?
1: Yeah. How did you watch that much rugby? I watched one live and then I came home and re-watched it again on the telly afterwards. That's
2: absurd.
1: So we'll go to Exeter Chiefs, we'll we'll watch the game there then I'll come home and I'll watch the recording on BT Sport. What? You could say I'm a committed fan, or you could say I'm weird or sad or whatever.
2: No, you're not sad. It's just that's that's a lot. <laughs> but I can't. I don't. How, could, how is that even possible? How long is a game? Eighty minutes. It must have been like non-stop rugby.
1: Yeah, on a European weekend, you'll you'll watch rugby from. There'll be a twelve o'clock kickoff, uh, like a half two, three o'clock kickoff. There'll be four games in an afternoon, and then on Saturday and the Sunday, and then I Ow. watch I watch the, the sometimes watch the um. The South African stuff and whatever in the early mornings because obviously their time zone is yeah, different. Yeah. So if you get up, if there's the right time, the right games on, you can get up at 7 a.m. and watch in. Um,
2: Sififrick.
1: Yeah, watch. No, the Sififrick and games Sififrican. Are, are later. A be, le, little bit later. Um, you can watch in Australia or New Zealand at like oh. 6 a.m., 7 a.m., and then there's like a 9 a.m. game. I and then mean, an 11, then you get a bit of a clash for the 12 o'clock early kickoff. Yeah, that's how I managed to do 12 games in a in a weekend. Um, that's,
2: uh, I I, uh, It's quite a feat, isn't it? I was just wondering if I could watch that many films, but I don't know if you could watch that
1: many films in that time. The problem is, well, you couldn't do it with films because you wouldn't be able to... Do it. You have to focus.
2: I've done the Star Wars trilogy all in one go. Trilogy. So you Yeah, the you original watch trilogy.
1: you watched three in one go
2: uh yeah yeah we watched the original trilogy and then watched the on a separate occasion watched the next three th- so you did four prequels. five and
1: six four five and six in one go is not not too bad yeah they're
2: not that heavy they're really easy to watch no
1: but i find i've been doing quite a bit of reading like reading books and whatever and i read really fast and th- I i mean i read like really 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 fast i'll yeah. read a book in f- i'll read a I, d- I don't know. I read on a Kindle, so I don't have any idea of how many pages. How I you have
2: would a Kindle. Mm. I didn't know you had a Kindle. I don't know how
1: many pages I'd get through, but I'll read like a what would be a four hundred page book, you know, like an average book, like a novel. Yeah, your average book book. Um, I'll maybe do like half of it in three or four hours. So, I mean, it's like six hours and done. For that, so I read really Cranky. fast. Now the problem is you read so fast you actually stop taking it in.
2: Yeah, you're just reading Yeah,
1: and then you have to, sometimes you have to you have to step back from it and do it in the chunks to like so obviously I'm reading all the words and I'm taking it in, but I'm not taking it. Getting in. the story. Yeah, not always. Mm. So I find myself sometimes just skimming almost or just blitzing it for the sake of blitzing it. But if you're loving it and enjoying it, it's going in and it's fine. But I um so I I couldn't sit and do I couldn't read for twelve hours, but and I know it sounds really stupid watching sport that is essentially the same sport, and you say, "Oh, you get bored." You are, but it's a totally, it's a different thing unfolding in front of you. Whereas the film, when watching a film, requires attention mm. to be processing and all the time. Whereas, I mean, you can well, sport is essentially you can just take your brain out mm. quite a lot of the time.
2: I, I'm quite good at taking my brain out. Mm. Well, you think about it though. Basically, you could. Read the whole of the Hunger Games series in about six hours by watching the film.
1: Yeah. I, I And did I know actually which I'd rather do but read the books.
2: I'd rather watch the films.
1: The books are quite good.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they are, but I can't be bothered to sit there for five days and read. I have actually four read books. I read
1: the first Hunger Games book. Three books. I read the first Hunger Games book in three and a half hours, so I read it one morning. Yeah.
2: Oh, I hate that series anyway, it irritates me.
1: What what irritates you? The Hunger Games. But what irritates you?
2: Because I just I can't I can't get my head around there ever being a society that would allow children to kill each other. I just can't ever see it happening, and it irritates me.
1: Doesn't have to happen though, does it?
2: Yeah, but it, it's just stupid. It's like when you're taking, you're trying to make something that will never happen happen, and it's stupid. Like Star Wars is so absurdly stupid. It's it's fine. It's fantasy. It's nonsense.
1: Oh, so you're saying it treads. Too close to the line so that it annoys you.
2: Yeah, it's irritating, and I can't get past I remember watching the first Hunger Games film and just thinking, oh, that was just stupid. It's quite good. What dark, fucked up person (laughs) sat down in a dark room with a very dim candlelight and wrote that story about children, about adults um... purposely making children kill each other. Just go
1: back to the amount of light. Was there just enough light to see the words that you've written? Yes. Only just enough.
2: Just enough. So his heart, it was the room was the was same color as his it, heart.
1: I think it was a woman who wrote it. I was
2: using the hymn as, you know, <laughs> okay. Generic hymn. The the color of the room was the color of his heart. Black. I think
1: it was It was written by Suzanne Collins. So well, yeah, it she's was.
2: she's a very screwed up person and maybe she should go to a mental asylum.
1: She's got enough money now.
2: It just seems very strange that somebody would think that up and think it. Oh yeah, this is a great story for teenagers to read. It is though. Oh, it's stupid. <laughs> it is. It's stupid. Write something about vampires or something.
1: Yeah, but that's also obscene. No, and then isn't. when they tried to, when they tried to make um to so a bit like Twilight and that that twi- well, that's why that, I said vampires, yeah. yeah. That's also, like, close to being real life, but with it's a because weird Because
2: vampires axis. are never going to exist. Neither are werewolves. Yeah,
1: but neither is the, the world that, they, that the Hunger Games is in. But there's in. nothing about
2: that world that isn't physically possible, other than there's, children killing each other. There's
1: literally thousands of parts of but that it's world. it's only
2: technology. It's only stuff that could be developed. Technology doesn't count. It does. No, because you know, we're never going to invent werewolves, are we? But you, have, you, but you potentially could invent, you know, domes where you can control the weather.
1: Yeah, but there's more to that to the Hunger Games than that. I know there is. And but I know, but it's it's obscene. I don't understand the world. It's not like it's not just like they've taken a a current UK town and made <laughs> them kill each other. That would be a bit clo- I see what you mean about if a film is close to home that you it would annoy you because it would be unrealistic.
2: I understand <coughs> that it's all dystopian and everything and it's all playing off the battle royale thing anyway. I don't know if that was first. I think it was.
1: Oh, I can't imagine that this hasn't had elements of other stuff stolen if you but see what I mean. Battle stolen Royale from. is a
2: Japanese film if you haven't if you don't know what I'm talking about where loads of naughty school children go and kill each other. It's fantastic. See, that I can get on board with, because they're all horrible people.
1: 42 ninth graders.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't know what ninth grade is, but they were quite young. Maybe 16.
1: When was The Hunger Games written?
2: I don't know, but I think Battle Royale came out in the 90s.
1: Battle Royale was 2000. Yeah. I can't find what year The Hunger Games was. 2008. Battle yeah, Royale so there was you go.
2: way So before. basically, she just copied Battle Royale then, because it's just a load of naughty Japanese school children that just kill each other on this island. <laughs> it's basically the same plot. Once they're in once they're on the island and once they're in the Dome in um Hunger Games, it's basically the same plot where they all have to kill each other. And if they step out of the boundary they get killed and every day I think someone gets killed. Mm-hmm. Um hmm. and they're all they have like a mixed match of weapons as well. So they all get given a bag, and they, and in the bag is a weapon. So some people have like Glocks, and some people have teddy bears. It's really screwed up, but it's quite good.
1: Now you've explained that that literally is so so similar. <laughs> to it's literally the
2: same. It is literally the <laughs> same. I was watching it. I was ill once, and I was up at about four o'clock in the morning, and I was watching it on um you know some obscure channel, and I was like, this is pretty good. But it's the Hunger Games, it's <laughs> the same thing.
1: What, so, you, so at 4am, some channel was showing Battle Royale. Yeah, it was great. Jesus. But anyway. I haven't been I haven't been sleeping at all. I've been watching weird stuff. I've gone back and, and I've hammered through Parks and Rec because I've just been nocturnal but again. But that's a good
2: thing to watch.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, take your brain out. Yeah, it's it good. It totally is. And you, uh, yeah, but watching that. American uh, sitcom. Watching that at 4am in the morning is quite weird. You're just not sleeping. I started to wonder for a while. How long can is there like a finite line a human cannot? How many yeah, days? Yeah, they did it, didn't
2: they, on Channel Four? It was like oh. a Big Brother style thing.
1: How many days can a human go without sleep?
2: Do you not remember that it was the probably the early two thousands, and they did this thing. It was lasted under a couple of days, and it was seeing how long people would last. Basically, if they fell asleep, they were called out and they lost, and it was last man standing type thing.
1: Two thousand and four. It was called Shattered. There you go. Ten contestants were challenged to go without sleep for seven days while their actions were constantly monitored. Yeah. If at any point a contestant closed their eyes for over ten seconds and a thousand pounds was deducted from the prize fund, there you go. It was a hundred thousand quid. And who won?
2: I don't know. Claire S. Oh, yeah, her. Um she was the the
1: she was tot- she was safe slash low the whole way through for like her um they technique. said the likelihood of them being eliminated. She oh, was, I see. She was like safe the entire way through. I suppose some really people quit. you've just
2: gotta you've gotta stay low and mellow and calm, haven't you, mm-hmm. the whole time?
1: They the adverse reactions through research has gone into the effects of sleep deprivation. Nobody knows ex- nobody knew exactly what to expect. Hallucinations and odd behaviour quite evident became evidently quite quickly in some contestants. Numerous contestants suffered from both hypo and hypo Essentially dreaming while awake, just prior or before I Yeah, asleep. Chris believed... So, like, these are contestants. Chris believed that he was the Prime Minister of Australia, and he also thought that he was on the set of Neighbours. Jimmy got angry um, when others refused to put on their Japanese armour and play with the imaginary ball. <laughs> Dean and Jonathan were convinced their clothes had been stolen. Uh, Dean nearly managed to... F- <laughs> Dean fell over and almost fell asleep on his feet. <laughs> uh, um, after, 75 hours, after seventy-five hours, after seventy-five hours, contestant Lucy walked out, having to talk to the psychiatrist, and they decided she could no longer continue. That's not very
2: long, is it? I suppose being the last person will be the most difficult thing because once everyone else is gone, you've got no chance. of oh you? you
1: know how they? Do you know how they? Uh, how they decided the winner? At uh, 3.45pm on the final day, the contestants were sent to bed.
0: So oh, they obviously, wow. The
1: last to fall asleep would win. Or <laughs> alternatively, they would immediately lose the competition if they spoke, turned away from the cameras, covered their faces, or closed their eyes for longer than 10 seconds.
2: <laughs> wow, so they intentionally made them go to sleep.
1: The show reported that Jonathan and Chris fell asleep within a quarter of a second of each other at 4.12pm, while Claire continued to stay awake until 610 at this point, she was informed by the camera crew to go to sleep as there was a concern she was not coping well with remaining awake due to <laughs> displaying erratic head movements.
2: <laughs>
1: There's your answer, my friend. <laughs> it turned out she actually really needed the bathroom and was trying to signal to the crew this by flicking her head towards the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> but she was worried that if she spoke, she'd be removed from the contest.
2: Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs>
1: Amazing <laughs> She endured 178 hours of sleep deprivation. <coughs> I'll give you a hundred pound if you can guess what she attributed her success to. I don't know. <coughs> okay, you can have three guesses.
2: Um needing to go to the bathroom. Nope. Um I don't I don't know. I really can't think.
1: Um uh, <coughs> She attributed her success to silently winking to the tune of Light My Fire. Constantly.
2: What, Relight My Fire? <laughs>
1: yeah. So, no, Come On Baby, Light My Fire. So she <laughs> winked to Come On Baby, Light My Fire for 178 hours. Wow. What? I imagine
2: someone with OCD would do quite well because <clears throat> they just need to keep keep blinking, keep doing keep that tune. <sighs> I think we could do it. 170 hours. We'll set up a live streaming cam and just see how long we can stay awake in here.
1: Are there some sort of uh, ethical issues with that show? I guess
2: if you... But they all went for it, didn't they, like Big Brother? Yeah. So you asked the question, how long do you reckon you could stay awake for? And the answer to that question is 178 hours. Well, that's how
1: long somebody did it on telly. So that was a week.
2: That was for 100 grand.
1: Yeah, but it was reduced because some people... That was for 90
2: grand. Mm.
1: So Experts labelled the show harmful. For. Harmful. <sighs> They'll be shattered, but not dead.
2: Was that the tagline?
1: It faces a probe. Um, it had eleven complaints from viewers to Watchdog. I mean, eleven. I'm sure. I think pretty much every Why? show. Why? Why
2: did people complain?
1: It takes a special kind of person to complain. Oh, it's so to, um, stupid. Who, who, I'd quite like to there have a sit down. There are probably some
2: instances where th- it's acceptable, but other times, no.
1: I'd quite like to have a sit down with um, the kind of person who has once written in to a watchdog of a t- to complain about a TV I don't show. know anyone. Yeah, who?
2: Get it out on Twitter. Find someone.
1: I'll try and find somebody for <coughs> you.
2: Find someone and we'll get them on. That concludes the personal messages. We continue with music. If you can find someone who has genuinely complained,
1: I'll be impressed.
2: That would be amazing.
1: Right, that was start of ten. Was a start for ten. We start. We went straight in and we started talking about people selling the new five pound note. Oh wow! A, yeah, <laughs> for 160 times its value. We then talked about coin collecting. Yep. Les Ferdinand, <laughs> Les Ferdinand. Blackface. Perez. Robert Perez. Arsenal. The obscene amount of televisual sport I watch. Films. Films. The Hunger Games. Battle Royale.
2: And how long you can stay awake for. I don't know how we got on to how long to stay awake for.
1: The Channel 4 television show Shattered. Shattered, yeah. And my attempt to stay awake for more than 178 hours.
2: We're going to do it. We're going to do it live.
1: We'll do it as one long podcast. Gonna do it tonight. And I'm gonna blink to light my fire. (laughs) Come on, baby. (laughs) Light my fire. (laughs) George looks like he's having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So yeah.
2: Cheers, guys. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, get us on follow us on Twitter.
1: Yeah, this is a pre-record. George is on holiday. It was my birthday last week. (laughs) Yeah. So Yeah, George. I hope George is having a nice time. Where, where have you where are? You I on, am. Right? I'm in Majorca. You in Majorca? Yeah. Yeah. Are you having a nice time?
2: Yeah, it's amazing. God,
1: great. I'm so I'm <laughs> so happy for you. How was your
2: birthday? Was it good? Oh,
1: my birthday was so good. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I rode a dolphin. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. I rode a dolphin and um. Yeah, I got a new cricket bat.
2: That's pretty cool, man.
1: And um, I went go karting.
2: Jesus! All um, in the same day. Yeah,
1: all in the same day. Yeah, it was quite an action packed day. That's amazing. I didn't know that they had a dolphin outside the gold the counting track waiting oh, for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was quite that's fun. good, yeah. And then I went out for dinner with mum and dad. Oh. Yeah, to end the day, you
2: know. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. bees, yeah. Happy
1: yeah. meal. Yeah. We, we all had happy meals. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I had a 20 nugget share box just for the road home.
2: And uh, an apple pie, but you burnt your mouth and you cried <laughs> on the way home.
1: Yeah, I cried. I burnt my tongue. But that always happens. So yeah, that was my birthday, really, and just a great way to start the twenty-third year. Brilliant. Yeah. So that was that was that. Sorry, no Unwatch, as we said for the reasons that this is a pre-record. So yeah, Un hadn't done anything.
2: Next week, in the Unwatch. fifteen minutes between Unwatch will return next week. Well, this week.
1: means you're going to get a double special of Unwatch.
2: Oh yeah, they will. We will Aren't get a double special.
1: Yes. Talk too long, we've lost the jingle. Damn it! We've broken the magic. Damn it! Right, anyway
0: It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online, so any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore, so we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com.